0: What's going on, everybody? This is going to be a little bit different to a rapid, somewhat rapid reaction, obviously, to the use of Nurka Gendry. Uh Tonight, I'm recording this uh, 1130 after the game, after the show, um, just mostly because I got a lot of questions, as you would expect, um, what Portland could look to do, how things could shake out. I'm not really speculating on the injury, per se, but there's a lot of different paths this could go. First of all, like it's this sucks, <clears throat> it sucks. Um, from my own selfish point of view, uh, Joe Shin, I had to go on air when Nurk broke his leg. Um, that's still the, the, the most ridiculous, hardest thing I think I've done doing this whole media thing. Um, obviously, long story short, I've gone through my own gruesome injuries and, um, you never want to see that happen to anybody else, but uh, the flip side of this stuff. And this is obviously this is a less serious injury. Um, but I feel bad for Nurk just because of all of the other stuff, uh, surrounding this COVID his, his his grandmother passing, um, coming back from the leg injury, just like just another roadblock, um, the the mentally challenging tasking taxing part of this is is i think what's going to be difficult but from the basketball side of things um that gives at least me a little bit of a distraction in that regard so i'm going to dive into some of that stuff um here real quick uh well, maybe not real quick but quick enough um where do the blazers go from here right um terry stotts Addressed it head-on in the post-game press conference. Strong likelihood that Ennis Cantor uh, gets a chance to roll in those starter minutes. The Blazers are familiar with Terry, Star, excuse me, with Ennis Cantor in that slot. Um, they can cover up for deficiencies, I think, um, with Derrick Jones Jr., with um, Robert Covington. Enough so to make Cantor probably work. Uh, the defense probably goes back to a pretty simple drop coverage, especially during the regular season. Go with consistency, and you just rely on maybe you know the other four guys maybe gambling from time to time, trying to generate some points, trying to generate some turnovers. Um, I had a breakdown video that I was going to do <laughs> that was uh, focused on Portland's style of play so far because we haven't really hit on that a lot. So far this year, and Portland is playing so fast, getting up so many threes. Um, I think that has put some strain on their defense, um, enough so that even like a healthy use of Nurkic was having trouble covering that up. So they may just lean entirely into the offense at this point, uh, and Kander can provide that. Great screener, great screener roll guy. Um, last check, he was in the 90th plus percentile as a post up. Portland's been really good on the offensive glass, especially with him on the board. Obviously their ability to convert on offensive rebounds is really high right now. He's plug and play. Um, Harry Giles is probably going to get some minutes thoughts address that as well. Um, Will they start Giles and kind of give him the token Noah Vonley treatment uh, and and roll out Cantor for 30 a night kind of a deal. Uh, Maybe you see uh, Robert Covington, slide up to the five or Derek Jones Jr. However you want to put it. Um, Probably you probably do Jones Jr. Offensively and Covington defensively um, just to give yourself a little bit more size. I don't think Stonz will do that uh, with any of the the starting or true bench lineups, but there's certainly an element of, well, let's go ahead and give this a try. um, As it pertains to just trying different things out while I try to figure this out. And here's, where it gets obviously a little bit dicey with use of Nurkic's injury, this could be a couple weeks. Um, I believe Cat had a similar in injury and was back. I think I want to say when it was two or three weeks. So this may be much ado about nothing in grand scheme of things. Obviously, for Nurk, you just for love of God, you just want him to stay healthy, right? <laughs> I mean, It's just, hey, yeah, but Portland can figure that that part of it out and it's just I mean that's the kind of thing you deal with during regular season having Collins healthy here would certainly help them depth wise but now they're they're down two guys like two dudes two like legit bodies Um, that depth is disappearing and if it's serious enough that it requires surgery hell even if it requires him to miss 20 games and, and no surgery because of the compressed schedule and because how fast games are coming Does Portland make a move? Do they use one of their young guys? Do they trade a Nas? Do they trade an Ann? I mean, there's a lot of different ways they could go. They can't move some of these guys uh, until mid-February. If it's a longer period of time that Nurk is out, they're kind of stuck with what they can do as far as the the tax line. And if it ends up, worst-case scenario, obviously, being more serious – and like, I, mean, I, I this isn't me saying I think it is or or whatever. This is the scary door. Does this push them far enough out that they think about doing the drastic? And that's wholesaling guys Resha- reshaping the team, and that's the trade um, CJ trade Nurk trade Collins. Trade, everybody's fair game. It's not necessarily a fire sale, but you're you're making some very significant changes. I I don't think we're we're near that point. Um, you would have to NERC would probably have to miss about 35, 40 games to even consider that, um, and Portland would have to struggle. So, what is it that they do now? Thoughts again in the post game didn't didn't really run from this. Not that he would, but he was he said flat out, him and, and Neil Olshay would get together in the morning and they would. Talk about what they need to do, what they're going to do. And I think that kind of implies, at least a little bit, if you're trying to read the tea leaves, that they need some bodies now. Um, that wing depth, it just, it's not there. Hood uh, is the elephant in the room. He's hes almost unplayable at this point. He's just a shell of himself, and it sucks. It sucks something fierce. Um, you're not going to hear anybody say anything sideways about hoodie because he was playing probably if not the best ball of his career his most efficient ball of his career when he ruptured the achilles and so he was painted in this fantastic light coming off the denver series there's 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 a little bit of a mini statue being built in his honor with the way he was playing and and, and having a little bit of a legend around him but without him they get thinner at that wing spot too and you can't slide somebody else over then you get a little bit smaller um you get you you lose a little bit of firepower you lose a little bit of length and so even if he's healthy quote unquote he's not healthy he's not who he used to be um and not to be a complete jerk he's also not tradable until mid-february so that's that's ten million dollars you can't touch um I've liked what I've seen from Jones Jr. I've liked what I've seen from Covington, and I think they, they can step in and fill some roles here. Um, my, my dreaded nightmare may come true where they may have to rely on Mello more and lean completely into the offense. Um, I mean, I think that's going to be a likely scenario anyways. So it'll be interesting to see exactly what they end up doing in that regard, but come full circle back to personnel. Um, if they do look at adding... Who were the guys they could legitimately target? And I hinted at a lilies a little bit jokingly with with, with Whiteside. Um I, I definitely I don't I don't want to see that. Not in the least bit. Um You've got guys like Mo Bamba, you've got Nurlands Noel, but again, I don't think you're talking about I mean, with the exception of Noel, I don't think you're talking about established guys, maybe JaVale McGee, Cleveland has what, eighty gajillion centers and the Pistons have the rest of them. <laughs> and I don't think Boyle's going to go crazy and go for a guy like Andre Drummond. Obviously the, the cash necessary to do something like that doesn't make any sense. Um, so I think you're looking for more middling guys. I think you're looking at the JaVale McGee's, Ken Burches, Mo Bombas, uh, Nerland's Noel, um, disgruntled maybe players that you're looking for bench support. Um, Hopefully, you know you don't got you don't have Neal trying to kick the tires on Festus or or Pow, um, who have both hinted at maybe something. Uh, Festus is trying to make a a little bit of a run in the G League. I I, I think that that ship is long sailed. Um, hell, they may me still be paying him. You know, they got off him finally. So, <laughs> God. Um, basically, what I'm getting at is it's it's dark days ahead as far as options. Uh, outside of what's already on the roster, especially as it pertains to this team right now and their doggedness in avoiding the luxury tax. And for those that are unaware, the reason they're avoiding the luxury tax is because if they hit it this year, they're in repeater territory. And with the way salaries are structured going forward, it would be detrimental to this team and their ability to build a roster if they're getting hit with that repeater tax as things are currently constructed which is why I kind of believe that they're going to make a move the deadline anyways um, not entirely buying that Cantor Giles is going to be enough right uh, I mean we're basically two years removed from, from Cantor carrying the team through, um, Nurkic's injury, right? That's what March was March 18th. I want to say, um, when Nurk broke it, um, in, in 2019. So God, it's crazy to think about, um, Cantor has to be covered up for. So how much are you catering to that? How much are you catering to that bench unit and, God I my my guys all struggled tonight uh, off that bench unit. Um does this force them to restructure things? Do they get really weird and, you know, start mellow and Giles and then put a little bit of defense on the on the bench and move DJ to the bench or something along those. Lines? I I don't Again, These are these are the thoughts that I'm just kind of rolling through my head right now as far as what they could do. Stotts has has done some some weird things in the past. Um, where he's pulled a deep bench guy and moved him up as a starter, which I could see him doing with Giles. He's also gone with guys he's very familiar with. And early in seasons before, he's he's gone full crazy professor and really switched some things up and played with some lineups. So it's kind of hard for me to figure out exactly or predict exactly what they're going to do. I would say that they probably need a body there. At, at bare minimum, they need a body. They do have an open two-way spot. Um if they made a move for somebody I'm going to use Collins in this regard because I think it's the easiest plug and play salary where you could get somebody of consequence at least and the reason I say they could move Collins even though he's injured some team just takes one <laughs> with a spare big could see it as a flyer um, they could think of him as a I don't know a late first round pick instead of uh the pick that they want. Um, Maybe some of that team out there has got a guy who's malcontent. Shout out Mo Bamba. Um, And they want to swap malcontent for injury prone. You never know. Um, Dwayne Dedman. I don't know. Is he he still out there somewhere? (laughs) Floating in space. Um, But it's... It's difficult to find a good fit, and especially, I know a lot of people are going to be like, well, they could just kind of wait until the buyout market. Well, the buyout market is still a ways away. Um, not just that. How many guys are going to want to come to an uncertain center rotation in Portland? Uh, it took some serious convincing to get Ennis Cantor when he originally came to Portland, to Portland. He was basically committed to Boston. Um, it was a last second you know switch when there was guaranteed minutes. hey, you're gonna get twenty ish plus minutes and you are going to play night in night out and you will be kind of a featured bench big uh role. um I don't think that's necessarily gonna be the case unless somebody shakes free that demands that, and then you're if if it does happen and nurk comes back, now you're in a weird spot again and Cantor's not playing or you've got a somebody else you've got to make, keep a promise to. And I'm, I'm not too fan of those. Or I'm, not, I'm not too fond of those. Um, but yeah, it's again, it's, it's kind of reset here. Obviously it's not good. We won't know until um, full MRI x-ray doctor visit, whether or not it's going to be uh, an extended period of time that Nurk's going to be out. Uh, Jeff Stotts, no relation to Terry, but, uh, on Twitter at, uh, at in street clothes, uh, basically said that normal 82 game season, it is 16 games. The average amount of time missed based on the injury that was reported for Yusuf of And that could go up to 35 if that requires surgery. So if we do some rough math, that 16 probably goes up to 20 ish plus games Um, and I'm sorry, it was 32 games originally. And so it would probably go up to about 36, uh, games, maybe a little bit more, depending on how compressed the schedule is. Um, if there's any complications, return to play that kind of stuff, um, as it pertains to to Nurt getting back on the floor and we're at game 12 right now. So if he misses the next 20 games, that would put them at game 32 which it's do the math 72 game season essentially the halfway point <laughs> um basically missing a third of the season not not good and that's on the that's on the good side right on the bad side twice that long more than half the season basically um and Trying to get back in... And he, he can run, so he, he'll be able to at least stay in shape. But it's not game shape. And so you got to kind of fight through that again. So up and down you have something that's, that sucks. Pretty hard. Um, and again, you, you, your options right now are... Try to find a cheap body that you move a bottom of the roster asset for. Um, you go up each level and because collins isn't healthy obviously if he was healthy right now you could use him as a you know as an actual big um but perhaps he becomes available um do they just try to weather the storm and stay afloat get ready gear up for try and stay 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 in playoff contention and figure it out or do they do something more drastic uh, so I can't remember. Um, somebody sent it to me in the Slack channel. Um, something wild: if Oladipo doesn't want to be in Houston, which is kind of rumored, um, Portland looks at a combination of, you know, Oladipo, uh, Tucker, and uh, Cousins for CJ. And again, I'm not suggesting that. I'm just saying like that's like that's the wild. That's that's the swing for the fences. This is the year kind of thing. And before everybody gets all insane about, oh, CJ's playing great, I'm not saying do this. I'm just throwing this out there as a – this would be like – if this injury to Nurkic, if it was bad enough, if it caused Portland to reevaluate where they are right now and where they are going forward and how they would possibly look to reset. That's 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 your, your mystery door. The severity of this injury – and how long Nurk is out could vastly change how this team goes about business over the next 6 weeks. Uh and I really hope it's good news. Um I said like I said we're recording here late after the game. Uh it's almost midnight now, so I think I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up here. Uh, I'll, I'll have a, another podcast up. Uh, I'll record again probably Sunday night uh, after we have a little bit more information. But I just wanted to get this one out here just because, like I said, I um, had a lot of questions, wanted to get some thoughts down. And I wasn't going to sleep anytime soon. Um, these kind of nights always suck, especially when you're talking about Nurk, who's been through so much already. So um, if you got questions, if you got comments, please uh, send them to me, DM uh, on Twitter, at um, Danny Morang. Um, or just at me, it's fine. Um, and then we'll kind of roll back and kind of review some of these thoughts again on, uh, Sunday. Uh, I'll see if I can grab somebody short notice, um, to see if we can get a better idea of how things may look going forward. And then, uh, we'll touch back again. Uh, thanks for listening folks. As always, um, do all the, the podcast stuff, like rate review, all that kind of thing. So I'm not bringing the energy tonight it's just uh it's a, it's a real kick in the pants and just felt like I needed to get a few things out here and uh I don't know figure it out from there until next time, which will be uh just a few days uh, I'll catch you guys then thanks for listening and uh talk to you soon bye.